Hi, I'm Darby, and you're watching Horizon Church Online. Today is December 17th, and first you'll hear some festive music from our worship band. Then Nick Snyder, our college small group leader, will share with us a message in our Advent series. And finally, I will be back to share some announcements about upcoming events.
Uh, hope everybody's having a good day this morning. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, Luke 2. So this is a Christmas story, obviously. We're in the middle of Christmas season, um, or, or will be in the middle of the Christmas season soon. So I think it's a good, uh, a good time to talk about Luke 2, because it is a Christmas story. But I think we can get something uh, that we can apply throughout uh, the whole year, not just the Christmas season in this story. Um, so before you know, we, we really dive in, I just wanted to give you like an overview of what we're going to do. Um, so kind of the overview of the story is broken into three parts. Uh, so the first part is the Mary and Joseph travel to Bethlehem. Uh, part, the second part is the, the shepherds um, encounter with God and angels. And the third part is uh, Jesus is presented in the temple. Um, but we're really going to focus on the second part, which is the part where the shepherds interact with the angels. Um, so I just want to go ahead and read that part. It's actually going to be verse 8 through 20. Um, so yeah, it goes, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those of whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who were lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So there's a couple things uh, we're going to point out in that passage I think are important. Um, but let's kind of dive into the, the, the society of the day, because I think getting some context for that passage is also important before we kind of dive into the, the, the real meaning of that. Um, so. Right in the beginning uh, of Luke, we see uh, the kind of social structure of the day is kind of going to be uh, crumbled or you know, just forgotten uh, because the, the shepherds, who we'll get to a little later, uh, were kind of considered the low lives of society. Um, and, and we'll kind of dive into why that was the case um, a little bit later. But for, for the shepherds to receive the news that, that Jesus was born first it is, is uh, it's very fascinating. Um, it's very important, I think, um, to realize because because people, no matter what your background is, you, you are able to to know God and know Him, um, and I think that's an important application for all of our lives. Um, so yeah, I just have I drew out like a little social structure here. So you have the elites and you have the shepherds at the bottom, but when God comes, all gets crumbled up, and that's the end of that. And this is a recurring theme throughout the the Bible, um, where God chooses maybe not the most perfect person to lead his work, um, but but the right person um, because they they have um, the Lord within them and they can do his work the way God wants them to. Um, so that's important. Um, the next kind of thing I wanted to point out is that uh, it's 90 miles between Nazareth and, and Bethlehem. 
that's a really, really long walk. <laughs> um, especially for, for Mary, who was pregnant. Like, that's, that's crazy. I don't think anybody today would be able to do that. Um, so going to that is very difficult. I mean, the king, you know, for, for his reasons, had them come to Bethlehem to get counted. Um, kind of, you can kind of equate it to like a tax season. Um, so imagine, you know, doing taxes in the middle of, of, you're just about to get married and you're very pregnant and that is just terrible circumstances. Um, and I, I can see it's going to be pretty annoying to, to travel 90 miles, um, on foot. Um, so then at the end of that, you know, you get there finally, you travel the 90 miles and all of a sudden you're like, all right, great. Like, where am I going to stay? Well, you look around, there's nothing there except for, you know, you're staying with a smelly barn surrounded by animals. Like, oh, great, you can't get any worse. You know, <laughs> I, had, I just traveled 90 miles. I'm really sweaty. I'm hot. I don't want to be surrounded by animals right now. Think about it. We had a long day at work. You come back home. What are you going to do? Oh, where's the most comfortable place on the couch? I can take a nap or watch my favorite show. No, I got to go to the barn and, and lay in there surrounded by smelly animals. So that's fun. <laughs> Um, but, you know, it, it's important that out of all of these undesirable circumstances, the King of Kings is born. The greatest thing that could ever happen to us is born. Um, so that, you know, you kind of see, it's kind of like the Phoenix effect, like out of the ashes comes a new, a new bird, a new, a new light for all of us. Um, and I think it's important for us to realize that, you know, out of the most undesirable circumstances for us, good can come out of something in our lives. Um, so for example, you know, what if you know, one day I, I didn't want to go to my brother's basketball game or something like that in the morning because I want to sleep. You know, sleep's great. So my mom, you know, comes to the room and says, you should probably go to this. You know, you're supporting your brother. He wins a lot of your games. So, you know, you begrudgingly go. You're like, okay, yeah, whatever. So you go to the game and little do you know that, you know, your favorite basketball player is going to the game. But you show up there and you're like, oh my gosh, like, this is great. So you begrudgingly go there out of this terrible situation where you could have been sleeping till one o'clock in the afternoon, but you had to get up at 8.30 to go to this game. You know, you meet your favorite basketball player, get his autograph and, and, and take pictures with him. Um, so, you know, it, it's out of bad can still be good. And I think that's very important for us to realize today. Um, so kind of diving deeper into shepherds specifically, I just want to give a little context, um, kind of their background uh, why shepherds were so looked down upon. Um, so shepherds weren't able to observe customary purification laws and they weren't trained in the law of the land. So basically they were just kind of these people that watched over their flocks and that was about it. They didn't really have any political um, action in the, in the country or they kind of were just there. Um, they sold their sheep in, in um, kind of these grandstands, these towns. Um, you know, just to, to make a little bit of money, but they, otherwise, they, they really didn't have any social interaction. They were kind of on as like the scum of the town. Um, so it makes it that more, much more interesting uh, that, that God chose them first to tell them um, that Jesus had been born. Um, so God knew they, they were humble and they were sinful people, um, that he knew that, that they deserved in their hearts um, Jesus. They knew that um, he, they could receive him um, in the way that God wanted them to. So I think that's important for us that, that God, you know, doesn't always pick the, the best person for, for the job. It's always the person that whose heart is pure. Um, 
And I think that's one of like the, the theme, the big theme of his talk is God cares about what's in your heart, not necessarily, um, you know, where your social status is or, or you know, how much money you have or what your, your political pool is. It just matters what's in your heart. And I think this is a good example that um, the shepherds had a good heart. Therefore, God chose them um, to, to tell about Jesus's birth first. Um, so there's another kind of highlight in that story. So they went uh, to Jesus's birth with haste. So there's kind of these connotations of the haste, like they're excited, they're, they're ready to go, they're kind of curious of what this means for them. Um, I think that's important for our lives because, you know, sometimes you, you get caught up in, oh, you know, all right, another another day at church, uh, let's kind of just kind of go through the motions, you know, not, not really actively listen. Um, and I think it's important for us to, to rekindle that flame, uh, especially in this Christmas season. It's a great time to do it. Um, you want to, to receive God's word with haste. You know, go searching for him. Go read the Bible. Go, go talk to people about him. Um, really, really dive in. Be uh, curious about what he says. Um, be engaged. I think that is a great, great time right now to do that in this Christmas season. Um, so that, that leads us perfectly into applications about this passage. Um, so maybe, you know, during this Christmas season, do something outside the box, you know, uh, go, go talk to someone that is not a believer, um, and, and invite them, you know, to talk about God and what they think about God. Um, and, and, you know, have joy in doing that. That's very important. Um, and if you're not a believer, this is a great time to, you know, really get to know God, sit down, pray a little bit read the Bible. I know for myself, I didn't really know why I believed something until I read the Bible. And then out of that, it stemmed conversations between people. Um, and that kind of really strengthened my faith. Um, I believe that, that that's the best way to, to kind of build your faith um, for God. Um, really just, just reading the Bible. This is a great time to do it. Um, and, and the Christmas story is just a great story in general because, you know, out of, out of nothing comes this great, great thing. Um, and obviously, you know, Jesus goes on and, and delivers the good news to all of us. He dies for our sins, and, and we are saved um, through that and only through that. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's a great kind of story um, to get started in. And it's right at the beginning, too. Um, so, we always want to do God's work like the shepherds. So, following God's work, making our hearts pure, making sure that we have His intentions in mind, not our own intentions. Uh, sometimes, you know, we want to build our own kingdom when, when we really want to be building God's kingdom. And that's the most important for all of us and for, for him because, you know, that's why we're down here. Um, so really read the Bible, talk with people, and, and rekindle that faith in God. Um, because you're really only cared about what is in your heart, not necessarily your social structure, political values, anything like that. It's really what's in your heart. And if you make your heart pure, God will come to you. And, he, and if you if you align yourself well with what he wants, he will help you out tremendously and, and really um, show himself to you, which is very special. So let's just take a minute to pray. God, we thank you so much that we could come together today with you talking about the birth of your son and, and how we can humble ourselves and align ourselves, our hearts, with what you want with us. God, we just ask that you come through us, Holy Spirit comes down to us and facilitates what you want with us um, and leads us to what you want us to do here on earth. 
God, we just thank you so much for, for this Christmas season, and thank you for, for giving your son to us. And we pray that throughout this whole year we keep our hearts set on um, you and, and keep doing what you want us to do down here. We pray this as the way we think you would pray it. Amen. Thank you for watching our online service today. On December 24th, we will post a short Christmas Eve video with festive music and a reading of the Christmas story. We hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. On December 31st, Alex will post a message about the future of Horizon and our plans for 2018. On January 7th, we will have our next live service at the Ardmore Music Hall, 23 East Lancaster Avenue, Ardmore, PA, 19003 at 10 a.m. This will start our new series entitled Money Matters. Our friends at the Eldernet are looking for frozen turkeys and hams to donate to the elderly and underprivileged for Christmas. They need any donations by Monday, December 18th. If you would like to give to support the mission of Horizon Community Church, you can give during one of our live services at the Ardmore Music Hall or online at horizonphilly.com backslash give. From all of us at Horizon, have a happy holiday and a wonderful new year.